to So You Wanna, a show for writers, by writers. Meg and I are writers, we're besties, and we wanted to create a space for authors to chat, hang out, and just generally be. The world needs more books. They should be your books. Let us help you make that a reality. I'm Elle, a business cottage course, sexy teapot, apparently. Whatever you want to call me. (laughs) I write contemporary romances over on Wattpad. My novels are For the Love of Art, which was shortlisted for the 2021 Wadis. Read the first installment of my five-part series entitled The Bachelor Collective, One Last Night, and finally, Calorglin. But maybe you don't want to commit to a full novel. I've got you covered there too. I have a good any time of the year novella, A Very Calorglin Christmas. Find all of my work on Wattpad under L. Meredith Wright. I love meeting new people. Come chat with me over on Instagram at lmeredith.writes. And maybe you just want to laugh at some not so pleasant parts of being a writer. Follow me on TikTok at lmeredith.writes for that kind of content. I don't want to say that I am like eating goldfish crackers as we record this because I have not eaten today, but Meg might have some serious editing to do. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to mute my mic while I eat, but you know. I apologize in advance for any chewing that is on this episode. I'm really hungry, you guys. I had a very busy morning. (laughs) The point is, is that any munching and crunching that you hear is unfortunately me. Um, I'm just very hungry. (laughs) Can't we just wait for you to be done eating and then finish Mm -hmm. recording? I have a busy afternoon too, you know, yeah, I'm I bet. like doing life by like segments of time here. You know, I've got from here to here to do certain uh-huh, things and uh-huh. here to here to do something, you know, it's just, you know. It's- Honestly, I think that this is a personal attack because I have given you such a hard time about airy season. Yeah, you have. You've given mm-hmm. me a really hard time about airy season. I'm glad it's almost, oh, it's not almost over. We still got like another solid week. What day two. do you think it is? <laughs> I think it's April 20th. I know that you're busy. It is not April 20th. <laughs> I know we're still debating. This doesn't April even air before. on April 20th. What dimension are you in? This airs on April 26th. I don't even know where I am. Okay. <laughs> am I on Earth? I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Bridgerton. Ah, you have. It's such a it's such a good show. Okay. Well, the point is we should get to today's show and the topic because again, I am so excited. Ah, poetry. Where do we begin? I mean, we could begin anywhere, but we should probably start out with types of poetry. All right. Haiku, I pick you. So haikus are rigid and require a strict set of syllables. It's three lines and the order is five, seven, five. So you could write a haiku about our show, such as a show for writers, our favorite time of the week. Why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Snaps. gorgeous. It's your best work yet. Snaps for L. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that they're meant to deliver a pointed message as quickly as possible and are usually pretty obvious what they're about. I'm not going to lie. Haikus are not my favorite. They remind me of English class in high school. 
there are two types of writers here because I was literally just going to say that haikus remind me of my English class and the snapping because my English teacher actually hosted a poetry reading in the cafeteria after school and like we all brought them and it was really cool and we all wore like black turtlenecks and berets. (laughs) When they're done right, haikus can be really beautiful. I think it's your turn. How about you pick a type of poetry? Well, obviously I'm going to pick soliloquies. They're like a spiral into madness. And if that's Mm. not on brand, I don't know what is. (laughs) So really those soliloquies are defined as the act of speaking one's thoughts aloud when by oneself or regardless of anyone listening, especially by a character in a play. Hamlet is a great example of this when he muses on death. Well, that got dark. I mean, you could have picked, oh, Romeo, oh, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Okay, that book ends with both the main characters dying. So how is that darker than Hamlet? Because that moment was beautiful and romantic. That led to death. Both of their deaths. Both those characters are making very bad decisions. And it leads to their untimely demise. How is that better than Hamlet considering if he should even live in the wake of his father's death? Yeah, I guess they're both tragedies, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so. All right. The point is, it's your turn, happily ever, L. Okay, fine. I will go with my favorite, which is free verse. So this style cares more about the message and getting the words out there than any sort of pre-existing constructs. Anyone who reads my poetry will know that is who I write. Next. Okay, I'm thinking maybe we could combine ballads, odes, and sonnets. They are different than poetry that you'd find maybe on Wattpad because they're more common in plays. Like our friend Shakespeare and Homer. Yeah, and their entire stories. Kind of like epics, except not really, because that is its own poetry form. Yes, and those focus around more fantastical storytelling. They're unstructured. Also unstructured, odes. Odes are devoted to a singular thought or item or person. Like Ode to a Nightingale by John Keats. You know, it's a poem about a nightingale that built its nest near Keats' home in the spring of 1819 and inspired by its song, Keats wrote this famous ode in a single day. I will say that, you know, it also talks about how bird is able to live its life in song and a fate that's actually impossible for humans to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to get dark and uh, okay. yeah. sure did. Well, back to types of poetry. The third one I mentioned was sonnets. These are structured poems, which are 14 lines and 10 syllables. William Shakespeare is, of course, known for his sonnets. Also, Robert Frost's Acquainted with the Night. Love me some Robert. I will say (laughs) poetry is so much more than just types. There are also benefits to poetry. It is really such an amazing art form. It's one that does as much, sometimes more, for the writer as it does for the reader. Poems inspire, they educate, they cleanse. It's also a great exercise in creativity in a different way than novel writing. 
at the end of writing poetry, I often find that I'm a bit sharper when it comes to the writing process because I have exploited words in a less rigid way. It can also improve cognitive function. You know, learning new words, dust off your thesaurus here, working out uh, meter, hello math, and finding new ways to articulate your thoughts, communication are all good for the brain. Also, it can help with emotional pain. Topic a lot, (laughs) but it is a very common emotion that many people go through for a variety of reasons, grief. Poetry is a great way to work through grief. Grief is one of the most painful things you can go through, and it can be hard to know what to do with that. Putting words to those emotions or creating a memory about someone can be very cathartic to help you through loss. Self-awareness. How often do you sit down and just aimlessly ponder the meaning of life and more specifically your life and what makes you deeply happy? Poetry is a great space to explore that. Also celebrating people. Writing is a talent and one you should not squander. Share your gift with the world. So, you know, write a poem for someone's birthday or anniversary to celebrate them. All in all, poetry is an amazing form of writing, and we definitely encourage all of you to give it a try. And if it's horrible, you can just burn that sucker and no one has to ever see it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Oh my gosh. Well, we should get to our commercial. When we come back, we will share a bit about what draws us to poetry, and we'll even share some of our poems. Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Then you need Anchor. That's the app we use. Anchor is a podcasting platform that gives you the power to create content on your terms. The best part? It's free. So what are you waiting for? Start recording your show today. We are back. Before the commercial, we talked about types of poetry and why poetry is such a great art form. Now we're going to share a little bit about our journey with writing. We're also each going to share one of our poems, unless Elle backs out. I'm in it. I'm here. (laughs) Can't you see the excitement on my face? Yeah. Everyone listening can see the excitement on your face. I feel like there needs to be like, there needs to be like a visual fo- a follow along for because like every show I'm like, oh, they can't see you. Uh, yeah, we should create like an accompanying uh, document that you download at the same time as the podcast that, so you know, all my expressions as I'm yeah, so like a video of some sort that's like, no, no video it's sound. going to be written, not a video. Oh, it's man, gonna be written. that's a writing exercise. <laughs> Elle raised her brow physically. We are taking applications for an intern to do this. That is the worst, the worst application of time and energy that I have ever heard presented in So You Want a Context. We are accepting applications. Okay, well, back to the actual show. Yes. I think to be fair, since in our Get to Know You show, you started. I will bite the bullet. I'll start this time. Awesome. Okay. Well, I say in pretty much every profile of mine that you can find, I'm a poetry dabbler. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always kind of written poetry here and there. It's never been the prominent thing that I've written, but definitely something that I've done. Uh, I know what I'm about to say is going to shock you, but they were mostly love poems. Oh my gosh, no one saw that coming. Thanks. Uh, okay, but seriously, <laughs> I wrote poetry mostly when I was a moody teenager and going through the woes of not finding love. Um, it was just a hard time in my life. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> Anyways, as I've grown, my poetry has evolved to talk about many things. For all of you who are on my Wattpad, you'll see my book, L, which is more about grief and growing up with an alcoholic parent versus love poetry. Um, that book is incredibly important to me. Last year was year two for me in regards to my father's death. And I found last year harder than the first year, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt way more weighed down by the grief of it all. So honestly, it was a really great way to talk about it and some of the hardships I faced growing up and things that I struggled with. My hope is that it's a powerful book. Um, It is dark, but I'm also hopeful that it's a little uplifting to know that I'm still here and I'm still walking and standing and parts of me are stronger than I used to be. Yeah. And, you know, it does definitely touch on a lot of tough subjects. So trigger warning, but it's really good. And, you know, like you said, it is a great way to talk about something, even if you're not specifically talking to another person, somebody out there is reading it. And I know because I've read your book, it is touching the lives of. Oh, it's not even Pisces season. Did you guys hear all that? This is just who I am as a person. It's almost like I'm nice. Oh my gosh. It's almost like we're best friends lame. All right. (laughs) All right. Today I will share a poem, but it's not going to be from that book. I'm actually going to share one that I was never planning to publish anywhere, but then someone might have bullied me into it. You are welcome. All right. So despite it not being about my dad or the tremendous hole that was left with his loss, this poem is still really special to me and still rings as true today as when I wrote it. It's kind of more about a lost friendship that held significant meaning in my life. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with it or whatever, but it's a powerful poem to me. So that is what matters. I am not procrastinating reading it right now. Read the poem. Goodness gracious. Shall I read it blindly to the audience? No. (laughs) Okay, here we go. All right, I'm ready. There is a storm raging inside. I don't understand it. It's hard to hide. I hear your name. And even when it's not you, my lips turn up to smile. Can't control it. It's simply what they do. To speak that I don't miss the friendship is the biggest lie I say. I repeat it to myself over and over. I've probably said it 10 times today. I pretend that I don't long for them. Your words, your laugh, your voice. I pretend that I am happier. I simply have no choice. I wonder if you think of me, if you miss my friendship too. In real life, I have to hide it. But in print, I goddamn fucking miss you. You know, the first time I heard that poem, I was always like, like, I I just love the last bit of it because like between our writing styles, I'm definitely the the crasser of us. And it was just (laughs) like exciting for me, a lover of swear words to hear 
you know, because I think that, you know, swear words embellish <laughs> when done properly, you know, in our language uh, episode, I talked about it. But I just think like it's so meaningful, especially because in the rest of the book, you really don't see that that doesn't happen, you know, so it really just sells. sells it. That's always my favorite part of that. It's true. I'm also I was trying not to laugh maniacally whenever you called yourself a swear word lover. <laughs> <laughs> what is that not accurate? No, it's accurate. It's just, it's just a funny descriptor of oneself, you know? Yeah, I have articulated <laughs> myself just... well. It's like I've written all my bad qualities as if they were on a resume and I'm trying to sell myself. Swear word connoisseur. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I was hoping that the, the swear words at the end would be impactful because the whole poem was supposed to be kind of almost like hey, I miss you in a nice way. And then the end was supposed to be like the punch of like yelling it like, hey, I really miss you. Like that Mm -hmm. was the whole idea behind it, like to make it soft. And then in the end, just deliver that final punch. So yeah, you know, it's very, uh, you know, sweet and cuddly teapot breaks, you know. I don't know if I've ever described a teapot as cuddly. I've never seen someone holding I don't know, someone out there is snuggling a teapot they're listening to the show they hear it and they they feel seen they're listening they're like wow if she sees me I'm now their favorite podcaster (laughs) but no it's a good poem I like it thank you thank you well unfortunately it is my turn uh Uh, for (laughs) just a heads up guys I don't write happy poetry I was just telling Elle earlier I I started a poem I started writing a poem for her for her birthday and I told her like right before we filmed this um I'm having trouble like finishing it because it's happy like it's (laughs) so sad (laughs) that's terrible I I was I was joking that I need to be a worse human so that yeah so I have something to write about like happy fucking birthday like I guess (laughs) that's the title of your poem happy fucking birthday I guess um (laughs) That's not true. So like, so I have a collective of poetry. It's called, you know, the shallow collective. It's three books. The first book is shallow. The second book is in deep. The third book, I haven't released the title yet, but it's a collection of love poetry. But then, you know, my broody Pisces ass goes to, you know, shallow, a book of love and poetry to in deep, a book of pain and poetry, you know, and then the third book is its own thing. So it progressively gets sadder as they go but there are there are happy pure joy moments in that book because at the time that I was writing them I was ecstatic I was on cloud nine you know um that is not one of the poems I'm sharing today I'm sharing one of the sad ones yeah I'm sorry but that I honestly I feel like that is where my strength is as a poet so enjoy is what I'm trying to say um yeah I'm also procrastinating all right so yeah yeah as she hoots as she shoves fish crackers into her mouth her her mic is muted but she is now choking on them all right uh on an unrelated (laughs) subject I am looking for a new podcast host Elle has died tragically (laughs) terrible okay I will read the poem this is from the first of my poetry collective 
Again, it's called Shallow, A Book of Love of Poetry, and you can support me by buying it on Amazon. I am at author slash Megan Alexandria. So this is called Your Trophy. The water shakes around me. I know I should be scared, but I've spent five moons uncowered, just convinced you didn't care. You're skipping stones across my pond. You're treading lightly on your end. You're making waves I can't ignore, even baiting with a friend. So now I question every lore. Is it just a hook beneath? Are you honestly expecting I'll expect to be released? How can I let you collect me, skin me, gut me while I breathe? How can I trust I'm not a trophy, a thing to rot, a thing to keep? If I could speak, I would beg you, beg you not to reel me in, but I can only swim in circles, only hope this wound will mend. You know, I have to say, um, and I always, like the first time I read it, I always thought it was just so powerful. And I mean, I, I've seen behind the curtain um, of the poem itself. And so I really just enjoy how you can take a moment in time and capture it so I can never find a word because I really love your poetry, but I can never find the right word to describe it, but you just capture it so artistically. Thanks. I know it's not supposed to be a happy poem, yeah, but it's still just, it's so well done. It's so artistic and it's just, you feel it. You know, what's, what's strange about this poem is that on the surface of it, um, it's, it's not happy. It sounds very kind of mm-hmm. fed up you know, like the words that come out are just like, are you fucking kidding me, essentially? But, you know, at the time that it was created, this was actually a really happy change in my life. So the words come out and they're, they're pissed, they're irritated. But when I was writing it in that moment in my life, I was happier than I had been in years like unbelievably so and so I think Mm -hmm. that just speaks a lot to like the layers of poetry and why it's so helpful to so many people um because like the way that you read it I know you said you've seen behind the curtain and you have but like the way you read it and you interpret it is different than the way that I wrote it um and what I mean you know nobody's gonna see every facet of it but it's kind of like you know, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. I mentioned that a lot on this show, but, you know, that poem means world's difference to me after losing my dad than it did before that. So I feel like, especially with poems, um, you know, like the meaning just kind of changes over time and mm-hmm. her voice, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. So, yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've always really liked that poem. I've, I've thought it's really good. And, you know, it, there's so much imagery in it too. Like the skipping across mm-hmm. my pond and the fish, you're a Pisces. Like, I just like all of that that's in there. It's like you use all this imagery. So you let, you know, it's a poem about you, a fish, you know, like it's, yeah. I just really like it. You just, you do such a good job of it. Well, for people who are interested in the collective, it is um, pretty heavy handed about me being a Pisces. I know people get tired of me saying that, Um, but, you know, the front cover has two fish on it, you know, and it's really 
um, kind of like a take on a, the duality of a lot of things. So all of the poems are very image-based. They're almost kind of sarcastic in a way. And they're, they're about, you know, oh, this is who I am as a person and how I identify myself and, you know, whatever. So, you know, the, the tense changes and, it, and the, the tone changes and there's happy and there's sad and there's, you know, they exist at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that this is probably a good place to end the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that time again. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my brand though. I just throw a poem out there and then I smoke bomb and I leave. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a sad poem and then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, peace out guys. All right. Um, once again, I'm Meg. You can follow me on Instagram at author Megan Alexandria. I'm over on Wattpad at Megan Alexandria. I'm on Goodreads at Megan Alexandria. And again, you can check out my poetry collective on Amazon at author slash Megan Alexandria. And I'm Elle. Follow me on Instagram at writes. Also find me on Wattpad at writes. And if you're looking for an author community to call home, join our Discord. It's a great place to meet new and aspiring authors, do sprints every day, and it's always growing, so it is so much fun. You can follow the links on our Instagram pages or just type in So You Wanna on Discord, and we would love to see you there. Next week, we will be talking about non-romantic relationships. Mm, Good one. Well, same time, same place. We want to see you there.